Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is August 16th, 2020. I had to look at the date right there just now. We have a great show for you today, and it is hella hot. Oh my God, but we got some epic news today. And that's a pun. uh, Because there was an epic... uh, lawsuit that was happening last week or this past week anyways before we get started lady infamous what you been up to this past week oh man i oh man i had to work from home this week so i have gamed a lot this week um i'm gonna just run through them quickly um two on monday i play ghost of tashima i finished act two no act one so i'm on act two now um the beginning phases of that I try to play like as much as possible without trying to get into the main story, but I'm still enjoying it. I know I'm not going to hundred percent it, but I am going to finish with the story. Um, then it was um, Mario Kart, Mario Kart night uh, at grown women gaming. So a bunch of us cussed each other out while we was playing Mario Kart eight. It was great. I had fun. It was competitive and everybody got their crowns except from I think one person didn't get their crown, but they came in late, so that's not my fault. Um, I played a little bit of Bloodborne. I was doing the Old Hunters DLC with uh, at the research hall, one of the hardest places to clear. But I but I did two hours and I got the elevator growing, so I can be able to go to the boss battle next time I go around. And, and Destiny Summer Solstice event. I went from 890 to 1023 in about like maybe a day. So Wait, you played Destiny? Two, yeah. I thought you didn't like that game. Man, I was bored. I I literally was bored. And I was looking at my games. I was like, man, let me see what Destiny is. And then I, I started on one thing that led to another thing that led to another thing. Then my homegirls came in there. They were like, oh, you playing Destiny now? I'm like, man, I'm bored. Oh, what you want to do? So we all linked up ordered wine had a little like cocktail hour while playing destiny it was really 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 cool and you know the usual call of duty that's it that's it for me all right t what about you um i basically i don't know i guess i i I probably could give like two weeks worth of stuff because you know one week actually isn't really that much and also i wasn't here last week so um so I really only got a chance to play two games, maybe maybe three. I don't know. Um, well, let me start off by saying, like, I kind of uh, started a podcast that I was doing. It's something for me personally, but it's kind of like a self-improvement type of podcast. So essentially, the last couple of weeks, I haven't put as much focus on specifically gaming, um, but more so like when I have, it's either been doing you know, sometimes doing YouTube videos, sometimes just kind of like supporting other people, like hanging out in streams and playing games with other people. Like I was playing games with Lady Infamous. I spent a bunch of time like watching, you know, other people stream and like hosting new, you know, random small streamers and stuff like that. So um, realistically, in support of like this, this kind of like self-improvement thing I've been doing, I kind of shifted my gears a little bit and wasn't playing as much. But I did end up playing um, the first one was something I wanted to try that was on my Steam wish list. It was called Metamorphosis. And that was a that's essentially I honestly didn't even know that much about the game from the trailer. But essentially, 
what it is is like you start off as this guy. It's a whole first person game, but you start off as a guy who like wakes up and as he's sort of progressing through his apartment, he's like getting smaller and smaller and smaller for some reason. He doesn't know why. And essentially what turns out is that he transforms into a bug and he finds out that there's like this, uh, this, the company that he works for actually, I haven't really learned what the real, you know, story is behind it, but they transform people into bugs and then provide them with jobs at this place called the tower. Um, so basically a bunch of their employees are all bugs working and, you know, there's this thing so far, it's been a journey for me to basically learn why I've turned into a bug and also get to the tower and see what I'm supposed to be doing. Kind of just understanding why this is all happening, that kind of thing. But, um, realistically it's kind of turned out so far to be sort of a, uh, We'll call it maybe a platform adventure game, even though it's first play, first person, because really all, all you have to do is crawl around and figure out where you need to go. So you might have to crawl up the walls this way or go around this corner or jump on this or jump on that. But um, so far, so good. It's actually a pretty cool, cool game. I kind of like it. What was it called again? Uh, Metamorphosis. It oh. literally came out like, I think, Thursday or something like that. The day I played, it was the first day it was out. Um. So I played that one. Um, I also jumped in uh, for the Grown Woman Gaming um, Mario Kart session, which was uh, was actually was really fun. Um, I didn't have my mic on at the time, so I couldn't really talk trash. They was talking like everybody else was. Everybody else was trying to like shit on me for some reason. I don't know why, but I had my mic working, so I couldn't talk trash. But it was still fun. I like won a couple of times and actually it got pretty competitive on like certain races. So that was like super fun. Actually. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. I think it kind of every once in a while, I feel like everybody who's played Mario Kart kind of gets that Mario Kart itch. They want to scratch, but you know, not necessarily, you know, turn it into something that they're going to play all the time. Cause it can be like the most frustrating game in the world because of how easily it is for you to just lose whatever you know regardless of what position you're in it's super easy to lose like so much progress if somebody hits you with a shell or if you're in first you get hit with a blue shell or you just miss a jump and you go from like you know third to eighth or something like that you know because of that stuff it's kind of like super frustrating but it's also super fun especially when you're in a group so i think that they're their event that they had kind of scratched that itch and it was super fun. Um, I've, I've been in there both times that they've done it since lady infamous got Mario Kart. Um, so yeah, I played that with them. And then the only other thing I played, and this was a couple of weeks ago was, uh, for whatever reason, um, not a couple of weeks ago, last week on Twitch with Twitch prime, they have, you know how they give free games out every month. They gave out, um, a game that I honestly felt shouldn't, exist <laughs> but apparently it did i didn't even know it existed until they had it on there and that was a uh, shack food too um i don't know if you guys remember the original shack food but it was like a fighting game starring yep. shaquille o'neal which again I, that shouldn't have existed either really <laughs> makes absolutely no sense but yeah you still played it oh i played i didn't know nah, i played the first one only because it was a rental i didn't buy it they didn't get any money from me i already knew it was gonna be trash but i played um I guess this second one, I actually haven't even played the the main part of Shaq Fu 2, but you guys might have saw like when I posted the gameplay video on YouTube, 
the Barack Fu actually is part of that game, apparently. <laughs> so it's what? essentially like, I don't, you know, you didn't see the video that I posted. No. OK, so it's there's, there's a too uh, many videos to look at <laughs> side scrolling beat em up starring Barack Obama as he's trying to. What is it? Initially, he's trying to protect Kanye West because he thinks somebody's going to try to kill him. But it seems like in the end, Kanye is probably going to be the bad guy. <laughs> it's it's like a weird, it's a really weird game, but hilarious kind of at the same time. Because, uh, you know, there's Barack, call, he calls in drone strikes. It's kind of like his his special move. And he has like, he's just punching and kicking people and stuff like that. He finds a pair of glasses somewhere. He picks up his glasses and puts them on. And all of a sudden, like. Uh, what did they call him? All of a sudden, he's just like this this gun toting badass. Who's the who's the um the Western guy? Uh, he was always in the Westerns in like I think the John Wayne. Is it John Wayne? I'm trying to think of. Anyways, they gave him like a name that was centered around one of those badass Western Western movie um stars that used to exist. I'm just blanking on the name right now. Uh, but. It's actually super fun. It's really basic. I mean, I know you probably would. You're probably going to ask me how is it compared to, uh, you know, the other beat em ups that we played. But it's super basic, but it's just kind of entertaining because actually the artwork is done really well. And like the voice acting is done really well. And it's actually they have some funny lines in it and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of entertaining in a way that a bad movie can be entertaining. Um, but I and I really only beat the first level of it, so I'm, I'm like not very far into it whatsoever. But is it better than Shaq Fu? Uh, the original game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the original game of Shaq Fu was terrible. I, I honestly, I'm not saying it's the worst game in the world, but if you ask me, any game is it better than Shaq Fu? The it's it's kind of a probability the answer is going to be yes. It was a pretty bad game, um, but. Again, I don't know if, what how that is compared to Shaq Fu to like the base game. I assume it's basically the same thing as um, the Barack Fu one, but just, you know, change out the character model and make the bad guy not Kanye or something. I'm sure it's going to be something more, you know, more Shaq specific. So or even just, you know, if they come up with some weird fantasy story, it's just going to be a different character, but it won't be Kanye. So um but other than that, like like I said, just kind of like doing some self-improvement type stuff. So haven't really played many more games other than that. But it'll be I think there'll be more in the near future. You want to plug your podcast? Uh, I mean, not really. It's fine. What <laughs> like is it I said, called? It's, it's, it's called Reaching 5.0. But like, yeah. Wow. You know if the man actually release it? Your, yeah, your it's show, been on there for like show. a week. Um, But I, it's not again, it's more for me. Like, so that's my thing. My The thing I've been thinking about it is like, I would, it, I'd prefer people to find it because they're looking for it than people to just go and watch it because I tell them to. So that's why I'm like, I don't really need to plug it. It's fine. Um, oh, no, that's the whole point of plugging it, right? So people can find it. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, can, they know, they know what my YouTube page is. It's on the same as all my gameplay stuff. <laughs> I'll say, I'll plug that at the end, but it's more so, like I said, if people... I have I have tags and stuff like that up there on it so that if people are looking, trying to find it, I'm sure they can find it. But again, I don't think of it as something I need to necessarily plug, especially not like because it's not specific to gaming or anything like that. So I would prefer to just kind of let people find it. It's all good, though. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I did this week. Um, what about you, Zeldrick? I I um, did jack shit. <laughs> 
And I I played some Outer Wilds, or sorry, Outer Worlds. Um, and uh, I actually wasn't, uh, I didn't play a lot of it this week only because of the fucking heat. And I didn't want to heat up my room anymore. Um, that and uh, there was a time where I was like, I just don't really want to do anything. So I fucking wasn't even playing anything. Uh, but further than that, I, my internet has been going down constantly this entire week um, and fluctuating. So when it was up, I was playing some Final Fantasy XIV um, and watching as every single player in that game was playing Red Light, Green Light with me. Um, Wait, why do you say that? Oh, because the internet was fluctuating. So like if oh, I was I moving, I would be moving around yeah. and then I'd see everybody stop, but I'd be moving and then they speed up, they rubber band. Yeah, gotcha. So um uh but this week has Oh, and then um when it come came to the uh the farm parties this week, I wasn't in both of them. Uh because uh, I think it was the previous week that yeah, the previous week, same internet problems, but like I fucking I had disconnected from the server. My modem went down, um, and uh, so this week uh, on Friday, I sorry Thursday, I tried to or I uh, sorry Thursday, I told them to go ahead without me, and then because we got the new modem installed, I thought, okay, cool, it hasn't gone down in twenty four thirty six hours. Sorry, uh, no, it would be twenty four hours. I, it didn't go down for 24 whole hours, but I was noticing a little bit of fluctuation. I thought, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. Get into the into the party. I make it. We fill up. We're about to join uh, to get into the instance, and then my internet crashes again, and it disconnects. And it and then I I was just I turned my computer off. I walked into the living room. I just like I was done. I was just so done because everything that I'm doing on the computer involves the internet. And while like I'm I could be playing like the outer wild or outer worlds or a different single player game, which like the only other thing I did was I fiddled around with dead cells for like 15 minutes or something like that. And uh, it made me want to play it again. I couldn't play Monster Hunter World because uh, where I'm at, I have to hunt really hard monsters, which I can't do by myself with the gear that I have uh, alone Um, because there's a lot of like farming for like. Uh, upgrades and stuff not just like different parts but uh like upgrading my the defense on my armor and i still have to do that um so i didn't want to do that offline um the only positive thing that i could say with the outer world and i guess i'll just i'll explain my experience with it outer worlds is really really good um, the, the little bit of time that I've had with it, with it this week, I have noticed that it is very, very much a game It is very gamey. It like, it was one of those, like, I, man, the classic, like fallout shit that we, or I, I can't say classic, the like fallout three in new Vegas, like all that stuff was there. I can't say three because it wasn't made with obsidian, but you get my point where it's like the dialogue um, the satire, uh, the type of like sort of dialogue that you have, the visuals that you have with all these other characters, um, 
and uh, it felt very much like a game. Um, and when I looked up on how long to beat, it was somewhere someone's, it said like, I think 35 hours for like completionist, I think. Um, or maybe 40, I'm not sure. But I was like, wow, that's actually a short game for this type of thing. Um, and so I got out of the planet um, and I'm seeing like all of the, I, uh, of these like, you know, quote, hard decisions that you have to make. But it's like, when I'm looking at the situation, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, if you're really much like, you know, thinking about the other people and the way that this story of the world that you, you first land on, it, it's playing out. Yeah, you would obviously go with one route. And then if you don't like, wow, you like you, you kind of have like this sort sort of mindset or something like that. Um, but with um, with that. Uh, I do see where Sharpie, you were coming into the problem of the outer worlds where you forgot what you were originally supposed to do. Um, and I reached that problem. I didn't see it. I didn't technically reach that problem with myself because when I was doing these sort of things and going through like these quests and the story, um, I was like, oh, okay. So really to be able to do one thing, I have to just complete a, like, um, complete this Aaron boy sort of, um, sort of novelization of your character because a whole bunch of shit needs to be fixed first before you can actually progress with your main plot. Um, and I can see where people could get lost and being like, okay, but I have now a whole bunch of side quests because one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And I was like, okay, so really like I, as I'm tackling everything, I was like, okay, before I can do this, I need to do this. All right, but now I'm reaching to another problem because it's kind of like um, that sort of trade-off when it, or the um, the sort of uh, thing where like the bartering, like the the example of bartering, it's like, well, okay, I need I need a dollar. Okay, well, um, I don't have a dollar, but like, let me do something for you. Okay, but for me to do something for you, I have to go get something. You try to go get something, and it's like, okay, I can give this to you, but I need you to do something for me. Okay, let me go do that. And you do it, you get the thing, and then you get the thing, and then you get the dollar. Like, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's a relay quest. A bunch of... It, it te- like, you could call it a relay quest. They don't... Re- but, like, you kind of have to think of it that way. Because the game doesn't explicitly give it to you like that. And if the game gave you, like, the journal of, like, here's the breakdown of, like, like you can't do this because you need to do this, but you can't do that next thing because now you need to do this next thing like if it like is separated in like a sort of tree sort of way, it might be able to relieve that sort of problem that maybe some other people, not just yourself, but I'm sure that other people ran into that as well. But if I'm having the mindset of like, okay, like just tackle it all down, just all the way down. Got it. All right. At the bottom, go all the way back up and I'm done. Um, Kind of like steamrolling it. Uh, which... In a game like the Outer Worlds and Bethesda games and stuff like that, I know I just said a Bethesda game and it's Obsidian, but everybody gets my point. Um, like actual role playing game, 
Like there's a bunch of these other stories that you could be reading and talking to people with. And I think with the with the outer worlds. Um, I read a few of the logs and I was like, I immediately don't care because it seems like the only thing that these logs that these computers are giving you is like, here's either like this tiny little blurb of maybe some sort of context that happened here. Or it's like, here's a situation that happened between characters to explain um, like the entire situation of the world that you can relate to some sort of problem that has happened in your lifetime, whether socioeconomical or jobs or government or anything like that. And it's like, because I already I already know that and I've read a few of them, I'm like, OK, this is good. I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't need to read any of these. So. I just kind of like want to get through the game and then get through like what the game is telling me through these characters. I will pick the different character side dialogues and stuff to like pick their brain apart to see like what their relation is to another character. But so far I've seen with the logs that like there are names that are being thrown that are just like, I don't know who these people are. Uh, So and giving like some sort of background context, kind of like when you read a book or or actually, let me back up from that and like redact that statement or retract that same statement. Um, um, kind of like when you read uh, a book in Oblivion or a Skyrim or something, and it's like, well, here's like this story of that's lore or some sort of some sort of shit like that. That's all like background. It's like I don't need to know this kind of like i was telling some of my friends that like yeah like the elder scrolls lore like i don't really care much for it like point me to like what the gods are and like what their role is and that's all i care about um so uh but it's really good um i was playing it on supernova and this is the one problem i have with supernova mode while I really much like the aspect of the hydration system and the food system and there was something and you're in sleep, like kind of like how with other Fallout games or other other scrolls games or whatever, I really like that. However, the only way that you can get that mode is, is if you're playing Supernova, which means that you can only save in your spaceship. You can only fast travel back to your spaceship. You can only sleep at your spaceship and then all of the enemies are like five times as hard and it's like wow i don't like all like the give me the food and hydration system everything else can go to hell like fucking just i just want the like food and hydration system and like add that sort of thing but i don't want to make the game extremely inconvenient with travel time and stuff like that um so i switched it down to hard uh, and then the game ended up glitching on me with the quest trackers. And I tried a couple of solutions that the internet has said. And after that, those didn't work. And because I was replaying the same mission five times, I was like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I'm putting it on normal and I'm steamrolling through it. I don't want to waste with waste my time with this stuff. So now I'm playing it on normal. Um, it's still a great experience and great game. Uh, and I, uh, um, I kind of wish it wasn't so short 
because this is the type of game that we need now nowadays um because it seems like that fallout 4 sidetracked a lot of that um i would hazard a guess that elder scroll 6 is going to do the same thing where it might like sidetrack from the way that old uh fallout or old um elder scrolls games used to be um or just like the feel of it um that and like also the storytelling uh i really really like the storytelling in this one and the characters in this one um much more than the character than the characters because i've 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 only probably met uh six important characters i think and all of them like they're very unique and i really really like them um but like in all of skyrim i was like i could care less about a lot of these characters they kind of seem more passive nothing none of it stuck with me that's actually how i should put it none of these characters in skyrim stuck with me um and then in fallout 4 probably like a couple of characters stuck with me and um like make make an impact with me um so i uh I eagerly await what the Outer Worlds gives me, plus the DLC, whatever that is going to be. Because I saw the trailer, but like, what is like the other type of scenes or themes that they're going to give us? Um, so, um, yeah, that that's it. That was my week. What about you, Sharpie? All right. So my week was a lot of it was me learning a bunch of things so it was like not not a whole lot of well i did play a lot but not uh but not as much as usual of valorant and you know so i played valorant i played fall guys i played death stranding and ring fit adventure right ring fit adventure um i missed maybe two days this past week because like well i missed yesterday because like my stomach was super sore because like it was it, like it made me do almost nothing but ab exercises. So I was so like the day before that, or the yeah day before yesterday. So I was just so I got I got really sore, and anyway, anyways, so that that so I wasn't I didn't play yesterday, and you know Valorant I just played like not as much as you know the previous weeks. I played maybe like a total of like five or six games, and. I actually signed up for Envato Elements, so I'm so, so I have like you know assets to use for my videos now, and so I've been working on that. I've been working on my branding for my YouTube channel, so like now I have like 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 an icon now for each of my channels now. And let's see what else. Oh yeah, so Fall Guys, I played with a few of my friends over there, and. Now, and when it comes to Death Stranding, I finally, I got, I managed to, like, I wasn't sure if I had to do all this before going into the next area, but I, I ended up five-starring, like, every location. And boy, that was a bitch. But it, but I, I'm kind of glad that I did because, like, I don't want to go back there. But And I placed hella, um like recharge stations i put like bridges in like like re 
like unnecessary location so i get so many likes because people just happen to use them for some reason even though it's like unnecessary um but i just place it there just because i just place things there just because and people just seem to use them and um what, what i also ended up doing before going into this like you know this the the second area like central us um or uc ca is what do you call it i did a lot of re uh what do you call it you know the ones where you claim from a shared shared locker um all i did was just get a bunch of a bunch of um cargo from there to deliver so i got so many um what do you call it the so many i, I leveled up my 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 bridge link um like level by a lot just by doing that so so i'm kind of glad i did that before even going into the second area but now this third area it's like a pain in the ass because they're, they're like they're you know like you, you you get a you get a vehicle like an actual vehicle but then it doesn't have a lot of well i wouldn't say yes like electricity to to so it doesn't go far so you have to really place a lot of we call it the 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 gener the charging generators so uh, like that that was a uh, that so that and then th there was there was quite a f there was about like three or four times where the the vehicle was stuck outside the the zone where i can even place down the generator so i had to like run everywhere and that was a pain in the ass but I finally got managed to like, you know, power power them all up. And then that took a, that that took like maybe five hours for me to do. But I'm kind of glad that I did. But that's but then. Yeah, that's all I really did for that stranding. But other than that, that's all I really did this past week was a lot of it, a lot of it was me learning copywriting and a lot of it, it was just me also like learning, you know, improving my video editing skills i do have uh an experience with fall guys this week that i do want to touch base on real quick um mm -hmm. god that was the most fun i have ever had with like a party multiplayer experience um i i was on one of my buddies um streams uh he he invited me to play like i i even like when i bought it I tested it out um, just playing on my own. And even with my net fluctuating, it ran perfectly. Um, so for some reason that works. Uh, but God, that was so much fun. And then um, like they were drinking. I had like one beer, but I whatever. Um, and, um, and then we were just being goofs with voices on stream and telling stories and all this other shit and interacting with chat. It was so much fun. It was like I highly recommend anybody to get Fall Guys and on like either PS4 or PC because like I was twenty bucks. Uh, even if like you're like I don't I don't know about like having it on my PlayStation Plus or whatever. Which actually that is something that is changing um right now um which uh, we'll talk about later. But um the uh but like. Even just like if you have it on PC or if you can, if the only place you can get it is on PC, God, $20 will get you so much further with Fall Guys than a lot of other games out there that are $15. 
Um, so I can't wait to play that yeah. game. Yeah, for me, like I don't, I can't seem to have fun if I'm playing by myself. I, I have to play with other people I, and be able to talk with other people. I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm having a hard time having fun by myself. I see. I totally get that. Um, I when I played it by myself, I was like, oh, like I'll play this and like I'll like just to test it out and I'll, I'll watch something on the other side or whatever. Kind of like how I do with Final Fantasy 14. And it was like it was just the same thing. It was something just like the past of time. And I just trying to because also this was like my first time playing it um, since the beta. And because I was trying to I was I, I was trying but not giving it my all and I'm just whatever. Um, it was so fun just to pass the time, kind of like how, you know, battle royales are. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you play it and you're in it for like maybe five, anywhere from five to, well, I mean, unless you're shit and you're out within the first two seconds, um, you're in it for any, anywhere from like five to like 30 minutes, depending on what game you're playing. And then if you're, you die anywhere in between, you just drop out, join again. And it's just really quick. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that is it for what we did this week. Before we before we continue, please hit that subscribe, like, or and please leave a comment. Or well, is it a call a comment or Google or, or I I I wait no iTunes review? I, I don't. I'm not sure what feedback. It, what, what iTunes Just feedback. Is feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Okay. Yeah. Feedback. Anyways, speaking of Apple and Epic. This was a big announcement and Epic has some smart marketing moves right here. And I got to say, every time when, you know, news about Epic or or um, Fortnite, like is starting to die out. Bam, here's another big news. And I think Epic already saw this coming. But anyways, so Epic is suing Apple now because they were offering lower prices on uh, for, uh, by buying it directly from them from uh, for their mobile Fortnite um, instead of using Apple Pay because 30% is way too much to a lot of developers, I, I would say. And within the hour, Apple announces the ban to Fortnite. And then since Epic already knew that they were going to get banned because I'm pretty sure they have really smart people there, uh, they they were going. They knew that they were going to get banned, and within the hour of getting banned, they released a sixty-two page lawsuit against Apple. And there's no way in less than an hour that there was this document was going to be written. So they already knew that this was going to happen. And boy, oh boy, the 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 I read I read the entire lawsuit, and I, I got some key points. But what do you guys think so far? Before I get get into the key points I found in this lawsuit that I found interesting. Why would they? I don't know what the lawsuit is. What is the lawsuit about? So the lawsuit is about unlawful, uh, unlawful restraints. And before you continue, Lady Infamous, you were going to say something. Um, my question is, what made them, what made them change the deal? Like, what was the initial deal when they first put Fortnite into the uh, Google and Apple uh, stores. What was their initial agreement? It, it's not it's not a deal. It's more like a, a policy made by by Google and Apple, which is like, oh, in order for us, uh, like, you know, they're they're they ha- basically they have their own credit card company pretty much. Right. Um, and, you know, 
there's you know there's services out there like stripe and like monkey tree i think it's called monkey tree and then like um and you know paypal right it's it's it works kind of like a transactional thing basically it's like a middleman yeah it's like a middleman type of thing where it oh um sorry i i have a better way of describing it's the handshake yeah yeah you you can say that it it, or yeah it's it yeah basically works like a credit card right Mm -hmm. um uh or what do you call what do you call that word again and not embargo um I know it starts with the letter E and I, I completely blanked out. But anyways, so basically like these like Apple and Google says you have to use our payment system, but in return but then we take 30% of that money. Well, you know, services like PayPal and like all these other um companies. If you go, I think it, if you go down to uh, if you look at this lawsuit that I oh did I post it? Yeah, I did yeah. post it. Um if you go to, down to page 31, it shows a bunch of other services and their pricing. Like PayPal, it's 2.9%. Stripe is 2.9%. Square is 2.63.5%. And Braintree is 2.9%. But Apple and Google charges 30%. And they say, like, that's not fair. Uh, and what do you call it? What's 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 great about what I think is I, I don't know if T is allowed to speak about this because he works for Apple. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, uh, know. don't make a difference to me. I'm a contractor. Well, I, I mean, still like I, I'm, I'm still not sure if I didn't sign still any documents. Do There's no, I, no, I'm not allowed anything. I never, signed, I never even signed a contract. So if I'm you're good. doing okay. if you're doing contract work for a company, like you don't have to sign any like NDA or policy, or whatever, unless you're directly involved with like the thing that you're handling yeah and so. plus it would more so be i can't you know reveal any of apple secrets just not this it wouldn't be like i can't talk about something that happened that's public news okay yeah so go ahead anyway so uh number one okay so what so what you know epic already saw this coming they they released exactly what apple released in 1984 by using George, or, uh, you know, remember a long time ago, like Apple released a, a, a campaign against IBM with, you know, that George Orwell's 1984's um, commercial where they throw a hammer at a big screen, like this big propaganda thing. Mm-hmm. So they did it with a bunch of Fortnite characters saying like Apple's doing exactly what uh, oh, they're doing, exactly what Apple's doing against their uh, what Apple was fighting for back then. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Did you see the video? I saw the video. No, it was, it was hilarious. Just, oh my god! It was. <laughs> it was yeah, like it was hilarious. It was I just a, didn't know what the context really was, so I didn't see it. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so unlawful restraint. Uh, so yeah, basically, it's unlawful restraints. Um. And you know, like, uh, like the first two, like I will say the first one, it, it, like the nature, basically on page one. Hold on a second. Unlawful restraints. Oh, here it is. Okay. So Apple imposes on, re- uh, on 
page one, number three, it says like Apple imposes unreasonable and unlawful restraints to completely monopolize both markets and prevent software developers from reaching over 1 billion users of its mobile devices unless they go through a single store controlled by Apple. The app, app store where apples extract oppressive 30 percent tax on every sale of every app apple also requires software developers to wish to sell digital in-app content of those consumers to use single payment processing option offered by apple in-app purchases which likewise carries a 30 percent tax right so basically you know like you have to use their services and only and then the, you have to pay the 30 percent and then on page two on number six you know it, it says like epic is to bring uh, epic uh, epic brings this suit to end apple's unfair anti-competitive actions that apple undertakes to unlawfully maintain its monopoly in two distinct multi-billion dollar markets the ios app distribution market and the ios in-app payment process market uh, Epic is not seeking monetary compensation from this court from the uh, injuries of this sufferers, nor is Epic seeking favorable treatments for itself. A single company instead, Epic is seeking injunctive relief and to allow fair compensation in these two key markets that directly affect hundreds of millions of consumers and tens of thousands, if not more, of third-party app developers. So basically, um, there. I think this might bring, go all the way up to the Supreme Court of you know. And this, like, this is this is I find this crazy is because Epic is bringing it straight to Apple. You know, Epic is not asking for any money. They want to take down the. They basically just want to take down the monopoly. Okay, okay. I don't know what, what you guys are thinking. So, like, what is that? <laughs> my what is, first, you said it's crazy. Why? My first thought is Sharpie, take a breath. Holy shit! <laughs> but, um. The monopoly that is the app store and demanding a 30% cut from everything that like in-app purchases and that's the monopoly. Yeah. So it's like saying, it's like saying, it's like, you know, like Microsoft on Windows systems. Oh, you can't use Steam anymore. You have to use our, our purchase, uh, our, our store and you can only buy it through our us and we take we ha you you'll automate uh, the developers uh well no, no we'll take away 30 percent from the developers automatically right okay yeah it's kind of like saying that um the uh another thing um with the article that you posted was that it was a uh, tim sweeney talking about or posting a new york times article um uh after in just the short sentence, after Airbnb and ClassPass began selling virtual classes because of the pandemic, Apple tried to collect its commission on the sales. Um, and uh, I'm not really sure. Well, I guess ClassPass is another one of those like masterclass or like just selling classes or whatever. Um, but like to purchase that sort of thing um, as like a like a learning product. And then Apple's like, hey we want a 30% of whatever sales you're getting. Like that's fucked up. Like I, that's such a huge tax. And what I want to like ask is what is the comparison when it's like, uh, what's steam's cut? What's valve's cut when somebody buys a game off of, off of steam? Do you know? It's 30%. Oh, steam takes 30%. No, he's also 30%. Oh, really? Yeah, Steam is also 30%, which is why Epic's, um, you know, their launcher, if you buy a game off of them, I think it's like 
12%, I think. Okay. I see. I, I remember that this whole thing like went on between Epic and, and Steam. Like it, that's still a ongoing issue, I, th- I believe. Um, but I didn't know it was 30%. I thought it was a little bit lower than that. Uh, cause I know it was higher than Epic. Um, yeah. that's still kind of confusing though, because if you're charging 12, then the argument you just made in terms of like all these services like PayPal, it sounds like you're still more than double most of those. Meaning like yeah. Epic well, still the has thing the is, same is that problem. Like, no, that, that's not, I don't think that's the point. I think the point is like, you can only use that pro, uh, that service, that the, their payment processor. You can only use their payment processor. Which is Apple's payment processor. Sure. If you want to host your thing on the Apple's, yeah. the iPhone yeah, or Apple devices. Yeah. So, the- so what, what they're trying to do is allowing other developers, if they have their own payment processor, like to be implemented in their own right. So hmm. uh, the other, there was something about when this was starting up where like Fortnite was taken off the iOS store. And then, um, but from what I recall is that to be able to, because um, I had to do this with one of uh, like some other epic game that uh, that they made, uh, Battle Breakers, Battle Chasers, whatever the fuck. Um, but I couldn't play it because I had to download the epic launcher on my phone and then download it from the epic launcher. And I'm wondering if it's like if they took it down off the iOS store. Like if they launch it from and then you just download the Epic Store or the, the Epic Launcher and then download Fortnite from that, doesn't isn't that kind of like breaking like the middle ground of that? Are you talking about uh, what was this on Android or iOS? For me, it was on Android, but yeah, I don't Android. You can sideload apps. OK, right. But like iOS doesn't have like, oh, you no. can download a launcher and then from that launcher, you can download a game. No, no, oh, you can't okay. do that. All right, all right. Yeah, well, because what, that's why that's why um like I think like Game Pass I think or what do you call it? Microsoft X Cloud is not going to work on iOS is because they they have to I think they have to do like they can't because of that one single service they can't uh it becomes a second level of thing where they have to go through Apple's you know um what do you call a policy thing. Oh, God, I can't think of a name for each individual game in the X Cloud. That's why, yeah, that's why X Cloud is not going to be on iOS. Okay, um, that yeah. brings up another topic for me that is completely that is now unrelated to this. But, um, to the original point, so this is something where it's potential to go to Supreme Court. Yes. Okay. And it's also a very high chance that Epic is going to win this. The reason why is because, um, what do you call it? Uh, customers is going to be uh, is unhappy because they have to pay more money. Government is unhappy because of the restrictive business practices. And they got and Epic hired two of the biggest law firms in America to fight for them. Hmm. Yeah, so basically they might win the case because it's not about their own injunctive damages, right? Basically they're not they're not going to they're they're not asking for anything for that for them, right? It's not me versus you uh, or us versus them. It's not Epic right? versus it's, Apple. 
it's yeah it's, it's not about that it's apple versus everything yeah okay it, it's not requesting anything from the court like epic is not asking anything from the court right it's not it's more like the court deciding if these injunctive practices are going to be allowed okay so what about the fact that google did the same thing well the yeah google google though like they allow like well that that's the thing right like Google, you can still sideload apps and you can still get around this stuff easily. Sure. But what I'm saying is the fact that like Google essentially, it sounds, it sounds like Google had similar reasons to Apple for why they had, they took it down off the Google play store as well. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, that's a very good question. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know too much about this, but they knew that Apple like had like, had like this, has a big play on this and everybody's always complaining about Apple's practices. A lot of business practices of what Apple's been doing this past several years has been kind of, you know, people's been questioning it a lot. Even people I know who like Apple products are also questioning a lot of things that they're doing like business wise. So I actually, I don't, you're going to have to tell me this, but a lot of times when like two different places that are doing the same exact thing, who have different practices or different ways of doing things, when they both remove something like almost in tangent with each other. Um, and one person is the sole is a sole like a uh, problem maker. The other one took it down just because like they don't want, they just want the, the heat to cool down and they want to just like see what happens. So that way they can adjust it. Even though that like, say like, because Google, you can sideload apps and stuff like that. They like, they just want to know how it plays out. Is that is am I getting that correct? Is that's why Google took it probably, down? Probably, yeah. I, I I don't know. They probably did. I'm not sure. Do you know how much of a cut? Because like with Google, like you, well, Google is also thirty percent. Google's also okay. All right. Yeah. That was my next question. Um, yeah. But like, but, w- w- when but again, again, like like with Google, you can always sideload an app, and you can always use a different payment processing system. Right. Right. You don't have to use like, you know, Google Pay. You can use PayPal. Right, right, right. Um and just because I'm not an iOS user and because this topic went really fast, um the uh the only way that you can pay for stuff on the iOS app store is to use their handshaking service. Like if you were to use your you wanted to pay with your credit card, you have to use Apple Pay as like the the transaction service to be able to pay for an iOS app. From my understanding, that's how it is. I don't think it's okay. necessarily Apple Pay, but it's probably like some service from Apple. Okay. Um yeah, and basically what what, what you know what I you know like I, I was li- I was listening to some people talk about this and then I was like saying, "You know what? I think this is uh, like this is Epic's way of trying to move into the mobile market because you know they're they're kind of like they're well they're not exactly behind but you know it, like steam is current uh, is obviously dominating like at least 80 percent of the the desktop market right yeah um so what they're trying i think what they're trying to do and and because like at like epic is so smart in this like i'm pretty sure this past few years they've been working towards what they're what they were uh, uh uh, what led up to this point? Um, they've been working, you know, in the back end on like trying to get get something like uh, their own payment uh, processor 
to work on mobile device uh, once they, you know, once if and once they win this battle. And, you know, Steam is, you know, and Steam is notoriously uh, like, I can't even speak right now, notoriously slow on developing things. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to read this because there's, this is also something to talk about. So you can take your sip of water. Um, and an epic FAQ for the price drop. And this is actually like paying for shit through like an Apple device. The company seemed to reject this idea, specifically talking about purchase safety, citing real world examples like Amazon, like so like direct payments. Um, and they're citing uh, Amazon, uh, Grubhub, uh, Nike sneakers. There's a Nike app that you can just buy shoes from. What the fuck? Best Buy, DoorDash, Fandango, McDonald's, Uber, Lyft and StubHub. So like. Yeah, no, you can do it on non-gaming stuff, but, you know, Apple knows that the gaming market has a lot of money in it. That's why they're restricting uh, this whole, like, you have to use Apple's thing because... Got it. Like, yeah. Yeah, because that's it's, why. Because it's technically, like, because in-app purchases are, like, very specifically The moneymaker. And it's mo- a moneymaker, so Apple has the 30... 30- Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Because uh, um, I was wondering, like, because I, I don't know what the the... Uh, process is when you buy stuff on like with through amazon grubhub on an ios uh, yeah yeah you can, you can still you like yeah for, for services like those they don't make as much money as video games do mm-hmm. so like they, they just let let those slide <laughs> but video games you have to use you know apple's thing okay um i i guess like with uh when with people creating rumors of that this is Epic's way of sneaking into the mobile market. I mean, if you want to put on the tinfoil hat and like, because of like their somewhat ties with Tencent um, and their few games that are on, um, on mobile, like, I guess, sure. Um, But if anything, like all, I think the most that this will do is just shake up the mobile market for, I get for Apple devices um and when it comes to like well it, like yeah so it's shaking up the mobile market for ios um and <coughs> like sort of now they're weaseling in it's like that's the next example because the first example was with steam and on uh and pc and uh, their epic game store so um i think it's just them disrupting everything that's been settled uh and i don't know um i i honestly this this doesn't affect me at all because i don't have any ios anything however uh this could be interesting to watch i that's the most i can say about it yeah what's what's also great about the what 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 epic is doing is like because it's not us versus them, this is going to go by really quickly. And what I when I mean by that is like you know the whole like Phase Clan versus Tifu thing from a few months ago. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no idea so Phase Clan, uh, like you know Phase Clan and Tifu, like they were they're, they're having like this like contract problem, um, where like it was like. Face Clan was taking away like 80% or something like that from Tifu. Like, I don't remember exactly how much it was, but like, 
um, just by signing with him. And, you know, like all these and then like a bunch I saw a bunch of people were saying like, damn, that's not fair. Right. Um, and even lawyers were saying that, too. And well, anyways, that, that, that's been that's been going on for, you know, since several months ago, I think since like last year, in fact, and it's still happening. Like it's it, there's no resolution to that case yet. So because this is not, you know, the whole us versus them thing, it's more like, uh, well, I guess. I guess if you look at page seven, like there, there's this part that says Epic is to seek injunctive relief uh, in order to end Apple's unreasonable and unlawful practices. Apple conducts uh, Apple's conduct has caused and continues to cause Epic fin uh, financial harm. But as noted above, Epic is not bringing this case to recover these cause uh, um, these damages. Epic is not seeking any monetary damages. Instead, Epic seeks to end Apple's dominance over key technology markets, opens up uh, open up the space to uh, progress and in, in um, ingenuity and ensures that Apple's mobile devices are open to the same comp competition as Apple's personal computers. As such, Epic uh, respectfully requests this court to enjoin Apple from continuing to impose its anti-competitive restrictions on the iOS ecosystem to ensure 2020 is not like 1984 in quotes. I think the only thing I'm kind of confused on is like, where's the, uh, where are you kind of restricting competition? Like who's, who, who's the competition that you're preventing from, you know, d you know, having the same shot as Apple. Okay. So let's, let's put it this way on like your computer, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're allowed to install steam on there. You're allowed to install epics, uh, the Epic store on there. You're, al you're allowed to uh, install the Uplay store. You're allowed to install origins. Yeah. Right? And you can have different prices on, uh, for e any of those things, right? Like yep. it's still happening, happening on the windows device, uh, windows OS. Sure. Right. But imagine, um, if Windows, uh, you can only install these applications, not from websites, but from the Windows stores, you can only do that. There's like, imagine like, you know, like Apple, you cannot sideload anything um, like, oh, easily, I guess, without jailbreaking. Like you have to you have to use the Windows store and Windows takes down Steam, Epic Store and you play and Origins off of their off the Windows Store, and you can only download games off of Window, uh, the Windows Store, and you can only, and then you can only download the games from that service, and then they charge thirty percent. I would imagine the end result would be that P companies wouldn't release their game on that platform. That's the thing; they can't. Well, what what else can they do it for? Like anything else, <laughs> I mean. Okay, imagine Xbox, okay. Nintendo okay. Switch, well, okay, Mac. Okay. So imagine, imagine if phones. Xbox, Nintendo, or PlayStation didn't exist. Uh, Android. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, um, like Apple, like Apple, you ha like there, like there's no other platform other than app, uh, than you know that device, um, or that OS, I should say, other than Android. Okay. Right. So do they have the same claim against Google then? No. Kind of, but then with, with Google, like you can like I said, you can sideload apps. But what right? what well, how does that make it better? You can like Google doesn't it it just 
it's it's not coming directly from the Play Store. So sure, I, I, yeah, I, I so I, I can explain this. So, um, it like with when it comes to Google Play Store, it's the same thing as like on your Windows where you can then install a client to then as like a, a different storefront to then download the game, and so like with us on Windows, we can install Steam and UPlay. And now you have Assassin's Creed on both Steam and Uplay. Mm-hmm. Now Uplay has it much cheaper than on Steam. So then you can buy it off of Uplay. Sure. Oh, no, I get this part. I, I, I get this part, but I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know. I feel like it sounds as though I'm not even, like, necessarily on Apple's side necessarily. I'm just kind of, like, confused a little bit on the logic because I'm like, to me, the comp- there are other platforms it's the, just this happens to be probably the number one platform. Yes. So people well, want their is, stuff is that, on there. Some people only have iPhones. They don't carry um, Android and iPhones. Well, sure. Just But there's also like stuff that only works on PC and you can't play it on a Mac when people only have MacBooks. I think that's different because it's like how the game is coded or how the program was coded. Say that again. It's different because it's because how the program was coded. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. they just didn't port it to a certain platform. Sure. So, like, if, you know, there's a bunch of games that are on the iOS that's not for Android and vice versa. And it's not like... But isn't that probably because they didn't port it? Right. Yeah, they they didn't port it, but it's not Yeah, so how is that, like, different than, like, OS, well, OS X, well, sorry, OS, Mac OS versus, like, Windows? It's really on the, that the developer didn't port it. Right. So, but when it comes to phones and I guess it's, uh, it's sort of like the same thing as when, if it's only on PlayStation and Xbox, but then like for Xbox, they charge 30% and you can only get it on Xbox. But the difference being that like, not, it's not just games as well too. It's like you you can't like have like that openness of a workaround like launcher sort of thing because you have to go through one means of transaction to be able to buy in like in-app purchases. So but because that Google is different, Google's different or the Android platform is different because you can get around their Google Pay system by having a launcher and having a different type of app in-app purchases by uh, going through essentially uh, a back door, but yeah, when it that, comes, I don't to know. Like, that just kind of sounds weird to me. That like, oh, it's okay for this one because you can find a way around it, right? Versus like it's set up for you to be able to do it. Yeah. It sounds no, like they so, should so have the so same. The thing problem. is, is that like, like if they did, like if they can get get with this with Apple, right? Um, then Google is going to have to be pretty much forced to open up anyways. But then they're like, they don't have, but then because they don't have to do the whole workaround system anymore. Is that workaround system something Google put in there or is that just people figuring out a way to do it on their own? Google is more like open. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. It's more like an open platform. Sure. I know that. Right. Um, So it's imagine like this, imagine you're, you're, you own a, uh, that you're starting a business, right? Like, a like like a, a restaurant or like a a shop of some sort sure right and you can only use square except There's for no that's other not services accurate, out there though. that's not accurate for apple 
you can you have other options. It's you only have that option if you want to put your device, put it on an Apple phone. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm like, who is it hurting? I don't know who it's hurting specifically other than the people who decide that they want to put it on this platform. Not that they're forced to put it on this platform. They decided to do it despite the terms that Apple put on there. That's, that's the only thing okay, I'm confused so about. Let's that's say, why I say let's I'm say not on their side. Let's say but. that you're developing a game and yeah. then you want to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you gonna, do you feel like you should only restrict it to Android users? I assume I would put it on the platform that makes the most sense. Like the numbers, as obviously you can put it on something that's like, you know, you're going to reach, you know, we're, we're streamers, right? Technically, mm-hmm. if we want to reach the most people possible, we should be streaming on YouTube. But none of us do. I, I think of it kind of like that same way. Like we've seen, we all must have made assessments and been like, Twitch is probably the platform we currently want to be on. And that can shift and all that kind of stuff. But there's really nothing forcing us to not you what well, to use Twitch. We have the option to be on another platform, which is going to have its own restrictions. So, again, I'm not trying to I'm not even trying to say I'm on Apple side. I just don't know if I get what the lawsuit is over. I would assume they would just be like, don't. OK, if you don't like that, you know, 30 percent, then just don't put your game on the Apple store. Well, uh, that's. It's and at which point, if everybody comparison. says that Apple store dies, that's kind of a rough comparison to make. And I, yeah, it's I, not exact. It's not one for one. Yeah, obviously. Well, but. I, I guess in the in for terms of streaming, let me put it in a different way. What if like I wanted to subscribe to you? Mm-hmm. But the only way that I had to do that was by going through PayPal. OK, but PayPal p- takes 30 percent. OK, so then if Twitch is like, OK, so. Like already we take Isn't half. that Twitch? No, no, no. No. No, no, I'm saying like doesn't Twitch only have one way for people to subscribe from you and they take their cut? No. Like you, you 60 have, or 50%. They take half of every they sub take, they that take you half. get. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is you could either pay directly by credit card or you can pay by PayPal or go through Amazon Pay. But for the purpose of the argument of, the, of trying to frame it in this in the exa- same exact way, mm-hmm. what if that you had the only way for you to for me to subscribe to you was through PayPal. I would probably go to YouTube. Like that's that's literally what I'm saying. Like I so feel the, you know then, there's like but then the there's like you know right how they there. have predatory like uh, check cashing places. Not predatory. We won't call them that. But they have the check cashing places where they're like we'll cash your check and but we'll take like a crazy percent a ridiculous like percentage of your check that we'll take or even like a rent a center or something like that. Where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll allow you to pay for this on a, uh, and you know, over time. But the amount of interest charged means that you end up paying like double. To me, like knowing that stuff makes me say, OK, I'm not going to this platform. I'm not going to use your service because like I already know that I'm not like I'm probably not going to feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Right. So then you so then for all the like for the apps and stuff. Mm hmm. You already have a $1,000 iPhone. Yep. So people are not going to be like, well, okay, I want to play this game, but I'm going to, because I want to play this game, I'm going to move over to Apple now after I spent $1,000 on an iPhone. So Sorry, then, say that again? Away from Apple. <laughs> and then, oh, away from Apple? Away from Apple. So like, so then they that, that app gets put onto, um, onto an Android phone. But now, say that like you're, like the, 
because of the market, how many people are on iOS versus mm-hmm. people that are on Android? Now, now I'm now I'm starting to reach for like the numbers and, and stuff. And yeah, say, so like yeah. with there's a very very significant amount of people that are on iOS mm-hmm. than on an Android phone. And I'm mm-hmm. just so if that is the case, you're losing a lot of money. That's actually not true. There's a lot more people on Andro- Android than iOS. Well, yeah. I mean, the, still the 30 percent like still stands. You, it, that is, if you don't sideload the app. Sure. So because you so you're don't saying have- like you're restricting people's like uh, the market that can be reached by your product. Right. But that's also like Sony and Microsoft with the consoles. If you make platform exclusive games, you're restricting who can reach it. And only I- people with your devices. That's why I'm like, I don't really get why this is like something different than we've ever seen necessarily. They don't charge obviously a 30 percent fee for that or whatever. I get that. If they were just saying, oh, this is 30% is too high. I get it. Whatever. Then that's like, they might have a complaint in that sense, but um, I don't know why that would hold up legally other than to just say, this is more than everybody else charges. Cause again, there's the, uh, there are other platforms. as it's, options. I don't think it's to. more about the price. It's more like, like being forced to stick with, you know, one payment processor. Which does what? So what if they what if they open it up, but they still charge thirty percent because it's on? Well, the that's app the thing. Store? Like if they open it up, they don't have to use Apple's um, um, payment processor. They can use things like Stripe or Square. Okay, but it's still on. It's still on. You know that uh, Apple device. And it's choosing okay. how you want the transaction to go instead of being forced to use one type of transaction. Sure, and the benefit of that is. More competition when it comes to pricing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's about the price. <laughs> so what if Apple says, okay, we'll give you 12? Then that, yeah, that exactly. If, if they, but then, they, you know, they don't have to do that after monopolizing it. Sure. I, I mean, I don't want to like keep dragging us on with questions because I'm like confused, but I did, I just, I don't know how this isn't, how it's just on Apple right now and they didn't open the same lawsuit on Google. Because it sounds like it's they have the same problem. Not that they have that. If you're going to say that the basis of like why you need competition is because Apple is kind of being cumbersome with that 30%. To me, you've made it about the numbers, which means Google does have the same problem. Which, if, well, if the 30% again, is okay, the like, then I don't know why Apple has no, issue. Okay, that's the thing. Like with Google, you can I know you always sideload an app. Sure, right? I know. I get it. But it sounds like if you're saying if you're saying it's just about having options and you're saying there's nothing wrong with that 30%, then like do you really just want to be able to do transactions like another way? At which point does that make people say, oh, we're not charging enough? All these other like services say we're not charging enough because clearly you're saying 30% is okay. You just don't want to have to do it through Apple. Or you're saying the thirty percent matters. At which point Apple might say, I'm, I'm "All right, we'll make it." Figure out 15. what you don't understand. Maybe, maybe I'm not understanding what you're not understanding. Um, just like what is okay? What is because, the benefit? Because every time of I try this? to explain something, it seems like it's not getting through. So maybe well, yeah. I'm not understanding. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm not understanding. I hundred percent know your what you're saying. I hundred percent understand what y'all are saying. Google has the option to sideload apps, so you're not required to install stuff. Well, you're not required to make transactions necessarily. 
specifically just through their store. Apple, you have to do the transactions through their service so that they get their 30 percent. And they're saying that's cumbersome. And I don't but I don't get the cumbersome part when you have other options. I get it when you say it's terrible. But like the fact of the matter always is you don't have to use the Apple store. It doesn't matter how many ways you put it. Yeah, you might be restricting your market. Sometimes you do that by using not like by not picking the biggest person because maybe that's not the best deal for you. But there's no it literally never force you to do anything for your product unless you decide to use this that put your thing on the, the phone. That's the part I don't get is where we think that there's somebody's being forced to do something. You're forced to do it at 30 if you decide to uh if you decide to do that the app store, the Apple store. No. But other than that, I'm forced to use Apple's payment service or whatever, to, which cause charges you 30. But you're never forced to put your stuff on the Apple store. You're right. You're not forced to put stuff on the Apple store. Yeah, that's the part I'm always confused. To me, I guess the way I would think about it is if you're saying their service is trash, why are you using their service? Other than the fact that you can reach a, a bigger market. If I think YouTube is trash, I'm not going to put my stuff on YouTube, even if it's a big market, because it's, it, it's probably not as not that beneficial to me. It just happens to be the biggest market. But what if that side could be fixed and not be trash? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, there I it is. It. That's what it I is. It. It's fixing by what's like, not trash. Yeah, but like, by I'm a lawsuit putting, like, that I think is like compacted terms. No, no, I get it. I get it. But I, I guess that's just translates. Well, for me in my head is like, yeah, by opening a lawsuit saying that like they're unfair, at which point I'm always like, is it unfair if you don't have to? Use? I guess I'm always expecting the market to just people to vote with their money, the right. market to decide if it's trash, if it's worthwhile versus saying like, oh, legally, we need to make this into what we think it should be so that it feels fair to us. And actually, that's exactly the next thing that I was going to say. I'm not really saying that, like, all men, like, fix the system and, like, yeah, this should all go down. Like, honestly, like, Apple is, like, really, really corporate megalomaniac, like, levels of of how they're doing shit. Um, But it's so that they can rake in money, basically. Right. And the lawsuit in you can devolve this into... Apple's being unfair. I'm opening up a lawsuit like that, like because that happens all over. And I think I partly feel that's how this is. Apple is being unfair with the way that they're doing practices. I'm going to open a lawsuit that is going to be Apple versus the people. Hmm. That like that. That's as simple as like for myself that I can put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think this is a good thing for Epic. (laughs) It just comes down to that for me. And I think this is good for a good good as an overall, like overall, like towards, you know, for everybody in general, including like other developers, too. Okay, so. um, So are you only siding with Epic on this or like even with the Epic Game Store stuff? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's kind of weird that we're like saying, yeah, it's great for Epic, but it's like, (sighs) it it sounds like it's a business practice for Epic to kind of increase. Oh, yeah, no, this is definitely like a play that Epic is also doing, like, like as an end result. And like, they're trying to get a leg up on Steam. Is uh, that a good thing? (laughs) The thing is, is that like, 
what ended up happening with the Epic Game Store is, hey, uh, me, Epic, um, I'm going to hand you, Tyrone, a huge amount of money, and you can only put it on my platform. So what I mean, there's like all this other stuff that's like, it's kind of the same, it's not the same exact action, but it's the same concept of like restricting people's ability to reach an audience. People like the companies legitimately do that as a business practice. Right. And, and so how do you like say that's good and then the other one's like bad? Well, the thing is, is that like, I, I don't side with Epic. No, no, I'm not saying you. That. Yeah, well, I'm just saying I know, but like yeah, for yeah. like the pretense and context of this is that like the entire thing that happened with steam versus epic like the shit that epic was pulling like i don't agree with that at all this is that's exactly why i have never bought a single thing on epic um and like i still to prefer to get all my stuff on steam i have only ever uh gotten free shit on uh, off of the epic store um but <laughs> I can see well, this. I think I think in the end, like at, uh, for me, like when it comes to like the their launchers, um, just the launchers by themselves, like Epic needs to really improve on it. I mean, we, yeah, we've been saying well, that yeah. for years. Sure. Um, but what I the the sort of forethought on where this could lead into is all right. So, well, actually, as a result of this. Like iOS won't be like, okay, we're going to change our stuff and like completely change the way that their phone works so that you can sideload apps. So, um, cause I was thinking like, oh, they won't do that. I'd be, yeah, I they, like they Epic won't, won't do that. that. <laughs> that th I was about to go there and I was like, oh, wait, Epic can't do that because of how the iOS works. Never mind. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to stop myself right there. I guess right. we'll see how this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, on to the next thing. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, Halo Infinite is delayed till 2021. And I think that's a good thing because it didn't get a it, it, like, you know, the the reviews or not the reviews, but the, Re people's reaction. The to it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Impressions was kind of split. Well, All right. I guess I'm not, I'm not sure if it was more negative than positive, but that's what it, uh, that's what it seemed to be. Um, I, so to me, I, it sounded like it was half and half. I want to reach out to Lady Infamous because she's the one that brought this up to us. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, do you do you see this as a good thing for the Halo fans? It is a good thing because I don't know about you, Sharpie. I think that there were more negative reviews and positives on the Halo Infinite, to be honest, and. I'm, I'm really for the story so I gotta wait six more months for I don't know when they're gonna have it out probably next year knowing them um, if if they knew they were needed to delay the game they should never showed what they showed in the beginning um, I feel like the pressure of the public made them delay that game um, just it's just delays and delays. Um, Vampire Masquerade uh, 2 got delayed as well. Um, I feel indifferent, to be honest. I, before the delay, I was like, I'm going to get my Series X in my Halo. And, you know, that's not what that's not going to be the case for my birthday season. So is it, it is what it is. Um, 
were you surprised that uh, Halo was delayed? And are you surprised that Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 was delayed? Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I already I already knew I already knew Halo was going to be delayed. Okay. I, I already I, I already really? you had like an insider information. About don't worry about all I'm that. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> don't worry about all that. I knew I knew it was going to be delayed, so I wasn't surprised. Um, vampires, I was I was I was a little bit salty. I was a little bit super salty. Why though? Because I want that was one of the games. Because you want that hot vampire man. No. Why gotta be a hot vampire man? Why can't just be a hot vampire <laughs> woman and just suck all the blood that I can find? <laughs> I was gonna say that was going left for real quick. <laughs> um so I I didn't I didn't know it was delayed till I was on Saturday show on GWG. So I really wanted to play that game and I'm not going to either. So for me, it's like, but, okay, I got a question for you though, real quick, because you said you were a little salty. Like, do you not like the fact that it seems like that might be a little bit of a trend where there people might actually recognize that a game could use more work and they extend it out? Do you not like that trend? Extended deadline. Oh, sorry. Like, like I said, on set, like I said, does every every video game company that has a delay on their game should have a pass? I think. Okay, from uh, I, I'm going to say my part, and then I'll let you all say your part. Okay. I think, um, as what Miyamoto said from Nintendo, like. A game is like forever. A bad game is forever bad, but a delayed game will, can still be good. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of what, what I was what, thinking. What, what, how you think? Like when but, we looked at Halo, I think we had talked about it where it seemed like the reaction wasn't everybody. Was, some people were like excited for it. And I think that might be a little bit of the fanboyism. I of think it, some people were laying it, it on a little bit too thick. If you a little bit too thick. thick, yeah, exactly. Um, but. I think a lot of people, they might not have looked at it and said, this is going to be trash. Like, I didn't think it was going to be bad, but they also might have looked at it kind of the way I saw it, where it's like, that feels underwhelming for what it's supposed to be. So when I hear like a delay, even like with Blood, um, what is it called? Vampire Masquerade, Bloodlines 2. Yeah. When I hear that, usually to me, all I hear is like, to me, it's money that they're losing if they delay it most likely, or maybe it's positioning or whatever in terms of schedule. But all I usually hear is like, oh, we want to spend more time on it, at which point I'm like, yeah, you don't want something to be endlessly delayed so that you never get it. But like a little bit of a delay, I just assume the game is going to somehow be better. So I, like that's why I'm never really mad about a delay specifically. So that's why I was asking, like, what made you mad about Vampire? Because I, su- I assume you're still going to or Bloodline, excuse me. I assume you're still going to play it when it comes out, but this delay might be kind of like cyberpunk where they're like, Oh, we're delaying it because like, you know, we want to make it the best game it could possibly be. I was salty. You, I was sorry, salty. I'm sorry. I was salty because I w- I understood Halo being delayed, but at least I had like a few other titles, right? Bloodlines sure. was one of them. So to know that. You mean titles specifically for the series X? No, like future next gen period. Um, you know, you yes. got a PC, right? I know, I, <laughs> uh, well, you got on. like a million new games sorry right. go ahead. yeah and for bloodlines 2 like probably an update pc but the thing is is that like not just it, because even with if it 
because you can't get now Bloodlines 2 on PC sooner than the Series X. Like, oh, sure, sure. She's, she's going to get the PC. Series X, but like the game that she's been wanting now is delayed no matter what platform is on. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was just saying PC, meaning like between with the PC, there's always like a million games coming out that you can be excited about. So like to me, the delay doesn't mean you're going to be sitting there twiddling your thumbs with nothing to play. I, I don't know. I Maybe, and that could just be me. I just had I a think, preference but. of what I wanted to play and they're getting and they got delayed. So, it, yeah. So that's why I was asking. Is it specific to the fact that it was going to be on the Series X? So now you're looking at what am I getting to play on the Series X? Or? Oh, no. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be the game. Hmm. That's going to I'm not I'm not even I'm getting it at the same time. I'm getting the uh, the X and mm-hmm. that'll be the game that I'm going to enjoy Plan. Was was Bloodline supposed to be like a launch title? I don't know what the initial. No, I don't, launch Bloodline title. wasn't supposed to be a launch title, but it was supposed to come out like sooner than delayed. You know, <laughs> sooner, than, sooner delayed. than delayed. Yes, <laughs> that's great. So um, it was supposed to be twenty twenty, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. I'm like, okay, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I I'll have my knee jerk reaction to like my my preference titles of being delayed, but then I just going to have to lick the wounds and just keep it moving. And I went to steam, put the first masquerade, uh, bloodlines on the wish list, And since I got time now, I'm gonna run through it one time, one time. Oh, uh, so, um, this just in hot off the press headlines, cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. Hey, lady infamous. How do you think? Man, it's some bullshit. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, I'll be like, yo, I'm gonna get off right now, man. I'll talk to you later. I can't. Wait, say, did, when did they say just 2021 too? No, 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 no. I'm joking. He's joking. He's joking. Oh, joking. You're joking. He, I was like, <laughs> I, can tell was, I can tell by the tone of his voice. I mean, y'all say that till they announce that tomorrow. I would be like, Zeldrick, I can't stand you. Um, um, so I, I want to actually touch base on something that you uh, had said previously of like, so does every game that says that they're delayed gets a pass? And yeah. th- this is something that um, that is actually like what I see in Twitter comments versus like the other side of the argument. And it's like, well, shit, it's been delayed. It was like the far end of the spectrum. It's been delayed. You guys suck. I'm not buying your game. And then the other side is like, yeah, take the, as much time as you need. And like, I I don't know. Uh, like, I, I totally understand this situation. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Fucking, uh, I mean, Bloodlines 2? I was planning on getting that on day one. That shit looks hot. But, um, but having it delayed, and I think this might have been the... S- I don't want. I don't want to say this is the second time that's been delayed. Maybe delayed once. I don't know. I, I actually can't recall if this game has been delayed or just they haven't. Yeah, I didn't even know about it until that like reveal trailer came out. So yeah, so you, I don't you think feel it like has you had heard been. about it before that. I think it was more that like they just never really or never announced a, a date or a year. Oh yeah, for it was it. just kind of in limbo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We don't know when it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, Bloodlines two being delayed, and it's the same exact. Uh, thing that I have with Cyberpunk 2077. Like, shit, it's been delayed, but like, man, I, I make it good. Like, I'm yeah, I really think about waiting. like, and I think about what was Sharpie saying. Like, what if it, what if they didn't and it came out and it was trash? Which one's better? <laughs> like, yeah. it was, it, it wasn't good because they decided we need to get this out or it was, 
you know, let's say if, even well, let's let's not say it was trash. Let's say it was OK because they just kind of rushed it out versus like it was better. It was a better experience because they didn't. It's like, which one of them do you feel like you're going to have gotten your money's worth most likely? So I don't know. Uh, and the other uh, I got to put the mic closer to my face. Um, uh, fuck, lost my train of thought. Um, this is not a decision taken lightly, nor it is the first option we considered. We will share more information in the upcoming months on launch timing and other organizational changes that will help us achieve this goal. Um, and really, this is... Oh, actually, you know what? Something I totally forgot about this game. Immerse you into a Seattle reimagined in the world of darkness. I forgot that it was in Seattle. Um, but their actually their entire statement was exactly for the same thing as Cyberpunk. It was just to increase the quality bar and like because this is a very ambitious game that they're doing, and because Bloodlines uh one was forever ago. So it's kind of like matching that expectation of Bloodlines One, but also making it really, really good. Um, and like palatable for today's audience, because if you ever watch gameplay of Bloodlines one, damn, that game's dated. Um, so, and I think this is like a very much an argument. Um, and I don't know if I'm actually correct in putting like this sort of like black versus white sort of thing where it's like, um, I'm really excited for the game. And I have money in my pocket burning a hole. Um, I want to buy this new thing right now. Damn it, you're delaying it? Fuck, I'm really, really pissed. I can't think of anything else, but I'm really pissed. I want to play this game on, like, this specific week or whatever. And then the other side of, like, yeah, just because what you're saying is that you're polishing it or making it better. You want to take more time on it. Um... Yeah, there's that other side of the argument, which like I, I honestly, I, I guess it's a different type of lifestyle, but I, I don't really understand nor feel the the former type of lifestyle. Like I actually go through and I'm going to use a personal example. Um, I've felt that same exact way when it comes to commissioning artwork and um, and assets. And it's like, shit, I like now I have money and I have a hole in my pocket like it's burning i want to i want to spend it fuck now i need to use this money on something else and now you're open i can't commission you all right now i gotta wait longer god damn it i'm pit like i understand that in that perspective but i still fall back on all right just build up the money or like make it better i'll catch it next time we'll meet on on different terms like i i um like, I think for me, the biggest problem I have isn't that people would get angry. That's that's understandable. Or people would get like frustrated or something like that. It's that if you start saying stuff like I'm not going to buy your game or like this developer sucks or whatever to me, because of how the Internet in 2020 is kind of a loud voice. It's like if enough people start saying that you might kind of get into the developers heads to be like, OK, we can't do that, at which point. If it's necessary, you know, there could have been, you know, maybe it is necessary that they need some more time because the game doesn't feel as polished. It's like it might kind of it, it might kind of make people think that they shouldn't do that in the future because they don't want to lose sales. At which point there's a probability that a game that could have been great might not be just because of pressure from the Internet. 
that's kind of what I don't want. Um, so. I, I think that when it comes to games and 2020, I, I haven't seen, I actually, you know what? Let me, let me back up. I hope we don't see that aspect where the voice of the people get into the heads of any developer. And I think it would more get into the heads of a indie developer because of like, while the people want to play the game, but also like they need the money from the sales. Like I see the pressure coming on for that sort of uh, demographic for indie developers, but I don't see it happening at all. Even for indie developers, I just hope it doesn't, I think it's yeah, more. It, um, it definitely happens now, just not on the negative side. Well, not on that side of it, because you know it's definitely it's Star Wars Battlefront that type of thing. People complain and whine about how people do stuff, and then like it gets changed. Yeah, I, um, it definitely happens now. Right. But, I, I think yeah. uh, here's the other uh, the other thing, and I'm going to relate it to two games that just released: um, Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding. Now, what if they were like, okay, we don't want to like maybe they did find some bugs or whatever um, that their Q&A caught and they're like, okay, actually, we're going to delay this by a month so that way we can polish it up and shit. I would have actually rather have had that than the having the developers scramble and feel under pressure to patch their game after it's been released. So, yeah. Um, but the last thing I'll note is sometimes you don't catch things when it's just in the office and after like a hundred thousand people have tested it or have played it, they find they all find like the same bug or same glitches or whatever. Then you can start patching it. And that's totally understandable. But otherwise, oh, that, well, that another thing is that sometimes like um, when you uh, like sometimes they know that the, the problem's there. It's just that there's other bigger problems that they have to deal with. Of course. First. That's the yeah. other thing. Yeah. Because like I've heard way too many stories of like, hey, yeah, I found this bug. And they're just like, uh, yeah, sweep it under the rug. Uh, keep keep working. Keep messing with it. And it's like, uh, but what about like actually fixing it? It's like, no, no, ship it. OK, I've heard those stories way too many times. Um, And uh, yes, yeah, the money thing. It is. It, it's a money thing. So, um, and that's what I mean. If it starts feeling, if people start feeling like they need to cave under that internet pressure because they think it's like eating into their money somehow, because people are like, "Oh, I'm not buying your game now because you delayed." I feel like give that enough pressure, and people might not be like as apt to take a little bit more time for the polish, and they're just like, "Let's just get it out, and then we'll bug fix it afterwards." At which point, we I think we all know that you know when you do that. It's not like people have a warm reception to your game and then they're like happier when the bugs get fixed. People will shit on your game <laughs> until the bugs are fixed. And then they're like, oh, OK, it's all right. Yeah. But that initial shitting on your game has a tendency to like, you know, turn a bunch of people away. I know I've been turned away when I hear like a game like I think Mass Effect 3 I heard was super buggy. Never played it because of that. I don't remember that reception. I remember that the, oh, no, end, the ending was or shit. Andromeda. 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 Was Andromeda. One. That was yeah. the one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, more delays on the in the gaming front. Um, and uh, I'm gonna actually take a moment and apologize to Lady Infamous because, like, I, I totally didn't mean to like steal, I guess, quote the thunder, and like have us all roll with it, but like. 
like this was your thing. So, um, <laughs> no, that's kind of right. I, so yeah, let's hear it from Lady Infamous. No, 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 What did you take from all this? What, from the delays? Are you talking? No, no, no. From what our conversation about the about how how we see delays versus how you all see delays. The older I get, the the, the more understanding that I have to understand delays in video games even though I may not like them I have to understand it I just hope through these delays that people are like working like not too crunchy not overworked underpaid or underappreciated you know because that has a tendency delays has a tendency to do that so I just have to learn perspective I guess so I'm, I'm cool or it could also be alleviating it too instead of like causing it maybe like they well, took a delay because they didn't want to like have everybody working a million hours to make sure they reach the deadline they have yeah so it's it's you, you got to understand it from the other other side's perspective so yeah yeah i mean like there there, there has been some studies like i mean th- they did this in japan i don't know if they did it anywhere else but they they made it so like some people like some sometimes these develop like not just developers but I guess all, a bunch of other workers they 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 had a four day work week, giving them a three day weekend and they were more productive per per week. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's kind of like the whole European thing of like they take naps or something like that in the middle of the day in some I think countries. That's Spain. It's Spain. Yeah, the Spain is definitely stuff. one of them. They take their nap and it's just like they. They're super productive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they take a nap from like like 2 p.m. to like 3 or 4 p.m. or something like that. And they go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, another news. What the hell is this King of Fighters Awaken thing? It looks like a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> oh, it's a movie. It's an actual it's movie. A game. Yeah. No, no. It's a movie based on King of Fighters, which... They've done one time before with live action. I'm sure y'all can guess how that. Oh, went. yeah, that was an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess they it's took a- the most Americanized Asian women. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just, I was just letting y'all know that it was out there because I, I feel like just because I know you're, I mean, at least to some degree, you're a fan of like the King of Fighters games. I don't know. I don't think you've played like a ton of them in the past. Right. But you've played them before. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the 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 one that what really got me into King of Fighters was SNK versus Capcom. Yeah. Uh, on the on the Neo Geo pocket. Yeah. Color. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a trailer for like a movie that's coming out. Um, just it's, that was kind of more of a quick side note. Just so to wait, let you guys it's know a it's Chinese coming. movie. I why because of the lettering. No, it's the or like, like when I was listening to it. Uh, oh, were they speaking Chinese trailer, in the trailer? It, it sounded Chinese, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I might have just been reading, but honestly, for me, it just it's like when I look at it. I mean, yeah, looks like it's kind of Chinese. It might be Chinese, but when I look at it, it's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of. It looks like it's gonna be okay. Like I'm sure it'll have like crazy big action scenes and stuff like that, but oh, it's, sure, it's surely probably going to be better than the the Hollywood version of live action King of Fighters. Oh yeah, it's, it, it better be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it be. What, wait, who directed that one? It's it can't be Uwe. Oh no, Uwe it, Bo, there's right? no way he did. No, <laughs> I guarantee you it wasn't him. But. Uh... I don't know. It's an interesting looking trailer. 
um definitely care recognizable characters and stuff like that so i'm, I'm interested to watch it but um i'm still kind of skeptical in general of video game movies i have a feeling it's not gonna be great did you guys get to see the trailer it's no, high it's um, high not really have yeah. a particular interest in king of fighters but like i see a video game movie of any kind and i'm immediately tuning out so exactly <laughs> unless yes. it was it was gordon chan one. that like directed it which i don't know who that is but the first one pbh i, mean, I still never saw it really ready player one yep. never saw it what that was actually pretty good. I know. It was pretty good. Yeah. I'll say it was pretty good. I still haven't seen it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was way better than House of the Dead. Again, right not now? setting the bar high, dude. <laughs> 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 or, or that first-person shooter scene from, from Doom. From, from Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they both had their first-person shooter scene. Actually, I think no, House of the no, Dead House was of worse. the Dead had, had footage from the game. <laughs> Was it from the game? I thought they just yeah, kind of shot from it the like game. it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. Just letting you guys know. I um, do have a comment right. on the this trailer though. Um mm-hmm. is this the same uh production company that does all the Overwatch stuff? I don't I mean know. it has a similar style. I would get it if they did. <laughs> it looked Apparently way too similar. Production that Joy Pictures. I've ne- I don't know any any anything about them. All right. Yeah. Worst attempt at a joke, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh. Well, it seems like Lady Infamous is getting into looking at hardware. Oh man, I just was I'm just the GeForce RTX 3090. I'm not, look, 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 I just, I just, I just want to look. I can't. I just want to look. I want to see that what a new graphics card entails. Since I'm not very, I would have. I don't want to say. I'm. I'm just not too familiar with graphics card. I just put them together. So it's good just to read some of these articles to see what what the next generation of graphics cards look like i probably can't afford the new one but (laughs) oh it's gonna be it's gonna cost some money (laughs) like how much theoretically how much would it Uh, how much yeah like a rack uh i mean a rack on the lowest end it's probably gonna be like 600 five six hundred on the lowest end yeah i bet you on the highest end it's probably like 13 hmm like I said, yeah, I, it's good Nvidia. to look at it. Because, what do you call it? AMD is not really putting an effort on their graphics cards, or there's no real competition, meaning just that there's like no reason chips. for them to like lower their prices. I just want um, um, to... There was an edit with the article. Like it, the On our uh, Discord, it says 3090. This article is actually talking about the 3080. Oh, is this a typo? Oh, it says... No, there's a bunch of 3090 specs down here. If you scroll down a little, just even a little bit on the WCF tech. I, it's it's funny because like I'm as I'm looking at like I know it's like there, like on the on the table. But the first part of the article is talking about the 3080. So that, like I know that that it seems like that that's the main point of the article though is the 3080. So I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm looking at the prices of the 3080s or the 3090s to see how those 280s look like because 
I really need that. I need not a how much the how much the twenty eighties are looking like. Yeah, yeah, it's like three hundred dollars probably. Maybe two. Well, that depends on which 2080s you're looking at. Like, is it the 2080 Supers or the 2080 Ti? Does it matter? <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> actually, it does, actually. Um, it, makes a, it makes a huge difference. That's a whole other conversation. You're going to have to tell me. <laughs> I have um, a Ti right now. So, is a Ti better than a Super? It, I don't know. Wait. Is Ti better than Kanye? I don't know, man. They both um, trash right now, so. <laughs> I can't believe I made that joke. All right, what are you talking about? I, Wait, what video card do you have? Um, what is the name of? I got the box. Give me a second. It's a uh, an Evia or EVGA. Yeah, EVGA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay, Nevia. What's the number? Seven fifty Ti. I've been playing on a seven fifty Ti. Okay, yeah, you're like three, four years. Yeah, but you know what? I'm still yeah. playing some games. So thank yeah, God like for that. Yeah, like Yeah. Oh my God. Well, let's not let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Imagine if you got the lowest end version of the new newest card instead of buying an Xbox. Man, it will be so like it will be like a huge that? improvement. I don't have I don't have people to play on PC like that. At least with my Xbox, I can have people I oh. can play with. Well, I here's have, the thing. My PC well, what about the um the Xbox app that's on Windows 10? I don't have enough people to play on PC, even if I got the Xbox app. No, 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 no. With the Xbox app on the uh, on so the have, on so the we PC, we're gonna have this conversation. You can, so we're gonna have this the conversation. thing is, is that you can play with people that's no, on I Xbox. No, because I heard this conversation like three weeks ago about if if you can graphically, you know, get a. No, no. You remember what I said about um, Minecraft? What about Minecraft? When we played, when we all when we played Minecraft, Sharpie doesn't have an Xbox. I also was not playing on an Xbox. Like we played Minecraft Dungeons. It's not that you can't play with people. We you've already done it. You've already played with people on the PC on your Xbox. That's what we're trying to say. It's that you don't have to. It's not that everybody would have to have a PC. It's just that you would be able to play with people on an Xbox on your PC. I'm a console person. Y'all know that. Okay. Y'all know that. That sounds to me like you're a controller person. Because if it works on your PC, I don't know how it's different from the console. <laughs> That's really the only unique thing about it. I just think um, that I think I think you know what? I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna be quiet. You got it. You yeah, got it. Not Series X. No, here's the thing: is I'm that like quiet. there's also there's games that are um on Xbox that are not that are not like cross, cross with order. with PC. And sure. it's multiplayer only on Xbox. Like there, there's that too. And sure. yeah. Lady has more friends that are all over there. So um, I'm just curious if that's going to be a thing in the future. It we are blurring. Like that it line. definitely is now. We're slowly yeah. blurring. It feels that like line, that so. line is getting super blurred. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely specifically for like Xbox consoles and PC. Maybe not so much for like. You know, if you're playing on a PS5 or something like that, but so, Xbox seems to be doing a good job at it. Uh, honestly, like, yeah, no, I, I, like you are looking at it the uh, I don't want to say the right way. You you do have a very pragmatic way of of looking at the situation because you're like, well, I want to see what the 2080s or whatever they look like when the 30s uh, release, and that way you still have best of both worlds. And I can have yeah. it all. Uh, video game. No, I, I I side I with can, you on that. I can have it all, and I and I'm 
my intentions is to having it all. So yeah, the best way possible. Mm. <laughs> okay. You got something to say? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, sure? okay, baller, you want it all? <laughs> I, do. I want it all. Okay, baller. Well, you know what? YOLO, I gotta have it all. <laughs> I gotta have it all. All right. What's your guys' next topic? We got time for a quick. I actually can't, couldn't find anything other than. I think we went through. I don't know. I, I saw like this article where, what do you call it? Like former Arcane boss on why he left like Arcane Studios. Are you guys not going to talk about this? Says, You're not making a game anymore. You're making Z, a product. Uh, release. That happened. Dragon Ball Fighter Z release, the DLC with the new. Yeah, character. Master Roshi. There we go. We finally got Master Roshi. long enough to not put another freaking Goku in there. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many, I think how many cool. Gokus are there? There's seven. Uh, uh, so is, there, is it still at seven now? I feel like there's... I don't know, maybe how, nine. I thought it was at like nine. Yeah. I threw a number out there. Um, yeah. Do we want to start naming them? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Master Roshi looks fun. Um, and uh, Honestly, that that like little meme that... um. Ryan 50 Ryan posted in my discord is actually pretty indicative of why like when I saw this trailer I'm like oh he looks fun but it also kind of pissed me off and I've heard a lot of people say this about all these Dragon Ball Fighters initial trailers what? it's almost like they throw in just enough gameplay so that you don't say oh it's just a cinematic trailer because they almost you almost never see any fight like gameplay <laughs> until the second trailer uh, I'm I'm going to stop you right there and I'm going to give credit where credit is due because it was Lady Infamous that posted that meme oh was that oh I thought that was Ryan okay, nope my bad. Ryan said punch punch give me no credit oh he's the one that said punch punch got you <laughs> it was me. It was hilarious. They didn't show no, no, none. No, what his super? What they? Sh I mean, they showed a little bit. They always show a, like about five seconds of game of gameplay in the first trailer, and then the whole trailer ends up being like twenty seconds long or something it like that. Make any sense? It's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. Um, yeah, like just just wait and show us the second one because the second one always shows you a whole bunch of like the move set of the character. Yeah, but it's it's almost like a way, like I said, it almost seems like it's just to get around people complaining that you didn't show us anything. <laughs> but he looks fun. Yeah, I like I like that there's there's like somebody that's adding a little variety to it. Just finally, not even just Goku. It's not another Saiyan. Yeah, like Saiyans just dominate this freaking game. And the other thing is that like he's bringing like. It seems like he's just going to be funny to watch. Yeah. So um, adding a character that hopefully plays in a unique way, but also adds a variety to the visuals, that's going to be fun. Yeah. So, um, just an old man in a little in a in an undershirt. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I love with sunglasses for some reason, but and he's a pervert. Yep. That, that'd be add, funny if that made it in there somehow. <laughs> they're gonna add something like that to the game. Yeah. Even even in today's PC climate. Yes. Uh, just cause, yeah, you could do it in cartoons, kind of. It's not because him being a pervert is kind of it's not really offensive necessarily. He's, he's just kind of like a caricature of an old like perverted man. We've all seen it before. I like mean, if they show like a little a little girl in the, like a magazine that he's looking at, that's a little different. But right. yeah. Did you guys um, I don't think he ever was though. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Did you hear about? Uh, I was gonna start moving on. What? I was gonna talk about the the guy who created Scott's Pilgrim versus the World video game and talks to Ubisoft. He yeah, 
Uh, well, I mean, he tweeted about it a, you know, what, a few months ago. No, he tweeted I mean, something uh, like two days ago. A few months ago, it was kind of like a, you know, one of those things in a way kind of saying we want the Scott Pilgrim game to come back. Two days ago, he was saying that he's in talks with Ubisoft now. So it's like there's actually some chance that it might make a comeback. Right. Which would be great. And Honestly, I would prefer him to make... I would hope that they would like do a new game, honestly, and but like still release the have the old one available again. That'd be cool. Because again, like I said, I'll buy it. I'd buy it a second time because I only had it on PS3 and I ended up giving my PS3 away. So I literally have no no way to play it right now. I never got the uh, just like PT. I never actually. I never played it. I still have PT downloaded on my PS4. I did. I had for a while, and then I was like, "I'm never gonna play this," so I just like deleted it. And I'm then, definitely like, going to play it on uh, on uh, in October. I'm gonna this do October, again. really? Yep, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I I should have done it last October, but like I wanted to play other games that I haven't that I've been wanting to play, like Resident Evils and Alien Isolation. And then October flew by, so I didn't get to play PT again. Even though that would take like what a couple hours at tops, something like that. So whatever um I, I would totally buy the scott pilgrim game actually not again for the first time because the first time that i played it i was on a shared uh ps4 account um or i had access to a ps4 account where one of my friends would buy a game or rock band dlc and then three of us would be able to like download from that same account and use it so um like content sharing and I still wish that was a thing. God, I wish that was still a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm totally all in on this. Um, It'll be even cooler if they add more content to it. That's what I mean. Yeah, I hope it's not just... I mean, not that I'd be specifically disappointed if it was just kind of like the same game, but it'd be nice if they like actually added more content or did a sequel or... Even if they like did a uh, up-res version of it or something like that, that'd be cool. I'm sure that's more of what they'll do is an, is up-resing it or something, like touching up how it looks and stuff. Would you play it, Lady Infamous? Play what? Did you play it the first time around it? Never played it. So I am interesting in I'm interested in getting this game, honestly. So I'm did you play? Did you play it the first time around? Or no? Oh, I haven't. I said this. Okay. I would if I get it. If I if it comes out, if the stars align as the article says, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna cop it day one because I one of my favorite movies is that movie, and I but I didn't get to chance to experience the game that was based off the movie. So I want to see what it is. Is he a side scroll and beat him up? That's cool. I still want to experience. Yeah. It. Yeah. No, no. Of course. I'm just saying. Like, it's not like a. Anything, yeah, you know, just to rein in expectations no, a little no. bit. It's just you know, seen, it's not like anything screenshot. crazy. I seen the screenshot, so I know what it is. Yeah, yet. yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, cool. We have anything else? Uh, yes. Metroid Prime Four is looking for a new lead producer. Has how long has I've that never been in development? Any of the Metroid Prime games. God, so I don't know anything about should. this. Metroid Prime 1 through 3 is so good. Oh, it's Prime? I haven't played any. I've, I've only played Super Metroid. People will will tell you that, like, oh, man, like, 3 wasn't good, and 
two was all it was pretty good oh yeah sort of, but like is sam is hot you're in first, first person the entire time <laughs> asshole. <laughs> if you're gonna play that card and be Sharpie like oh trying man, to look but down the whole time <laughs> nah you fuck off this game is good um no nah, uh it's more like that um still in production but like it's more that um because we don't hear anything about metroid prime 4 at all so like any bit of news at, it, about it is pretty substantial it's like you know that one little bit of breadcrumb that we've been starving for like it's a substantial amount gets us further um it's that sort of thing but um it's possible that Retro uh, Retro Studios is ramping up its efforts and adding producers to the project, possibly to finish Metroid Prime 4 quicker. Um, so, like, we don't know. We just have, like, a listing that Metroid Prime 4 is looking for a lead producer. Um, but anyways. Um, oh, damn. Jennifer Hale was the voice actress for the first three games. Or like, I like that reaction. He's like, "Oh, damn!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's. I like her. Uh, I, I like her voice acting. That's why. I can't even remember any voice lines from those games, though. Like she did. Um, like she. She like the first time I've heard her was on what do you call it? Was on uh, Metal Gear Solid as Naomi Hunter. For some reason, I'm yeah. kind of half remembering people saying. That she was whiny in the last game. You mean other M? Oh, was that other M? Okay, so yeah. it, might, it wasn't. It wasn't one of the Prime games. No, other like okay. Metroid Prime one through three. She had I'm ninety nine percent certain she had no voice lines whatsoever. She or maybe no she said something at the ending or something. Maybe they but still like, got to give you credit for that. So, but it's more like oh, uh, like. Here's like my last like three sentences of the game before yeah. the credits roll where like I didn't have lines before at all. But other sure. M was like atrocious with the writing. I, I it's it's one of those games. that's like you just wish that they cut out all of the story and they were just like, just give us your mediocre gameplay, please. <laughs> just stop talking. Yeah. Actually, that's that's the way the, to put it. It's like, hey, stop talking. You guys are annoying. Just stop talking. And th that sums up everybody's uh, reaction to other M. So, Man, yeah. I haven't played a Metroid game since like SNES. Oh, no. Oh, NES. Um, and I'm sorry. One last thing about uh, other M was that um, they were they added like convoluted rules to like some battles where it's just like, you know, I, I like you have like the missile upgrade. And then at the start of the fight, like you can't use your missile upgrade. Well, I have it. Why can I have it? Here's an arbitrary rule because of it. And it's not like for plot reasons or actually there is a plot reason. It's just like it's been deactivated. You have to do this one thing. It's like, OK, but like. The thing that you just imp like implemented on the character has like no meaning. Now I can use it. OK, this, I why did you do this? Like it, it's like adding difficulty when there shouldn't be. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And I really hope that Metroid Prime Trilogy gets on Switch. I've said this oh, before. Yeah. On, then I'll be down to play it. Yeah, I've said this before where I was like, I will get a Switch as soon as like that Metroid Prime Trilogy has a like release date. 
Um, and it's like, and it's upgraded just like what they did with Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, this was actually, um, uh, to move on quickly, um, we talked about like very briefly when like the Control DLC was announced, the uh, Alan Wake expansion um, or uh, the Awe expansion, whatever. Um, the Ultimate Edition is coming to PC on August 27th. And Call of Souls on September 10th. So it's pretty much a game of the year style with all the DLC. Oh, nice. All right. Cool. Uh, th- wait, didn't this have like a like a backlash on some sort of like. Because if you didn't, some, because if you didn't the buy game, the Ultimate I, Edition on your current console, you cannot get the free upgrades with the Alan Wake DLC. You have to buy the Ultimate Edition of the game to order to get those uh next those next installment updates so there's a lot of people who bought the original control with the season pass they will not be able to get that uh alan wake dlc i think if you i think that they're gonna do is sell alan wake uh individually for like maybe 30 bucks but a lot of people who are fans of control and they're just upset at remedy because they really sure to change the people who bought the game day one and bought the season pass Mm. Um, is this a like a an update since like the twelfth? Because like it's it says here that oh wait, so it, uh, players who purchase Control Ultimate Edition on current gen will also be eligible for a free upgrade to the retro to the respective next gen platform. So like if they were like oh I got Control and a season pass, that season pass does not carry over to next gen. But if I by the ultimate edition, a, a completely new package on current gen. I get it on the next gen. Is that what it is? I'm sorry. What was that last part you said? I'm sorry. So if um, people who bought control and then the season pass, they do not get control and season pass on next gen. But if no, they no, no, get no. the control ultimate edition on current gen, they do have it on the next gen. Yes. If you bought a control ultimate edition on Xbox one or PlayStation four, you will, you it'll carry over and you get the Alan Wake Cause you got the ultimate edition. Now, if the people who own regular control with the season pass do not get the upgrade, you have to purchase. Oh, so like you have to get, is the ultimate edition, the regular game with the season pass. Uh, I think the ultimate edition has like cosmetic skins or something extra. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. <laughs> That's super lame. Contains the base game along with its first DLC, The Foundation, an upcoming second expansion, Awe, and I'm not seeing anything else quickly on this article. That's the Ultimate Edition, hmm. right? Yes, the Ultimate Edition. Okay, so Season Pass is completely different. There's a lot of... Right. So, like, if you... But you get the same stuff, though, right? Or no? You get the, the, the Season Pass and the Ultimate Edition contain the same exact DLC. That's what I'm saying. But somehow when you if you bought the ultimate edition, you do get that Alan Wake DLC. But if you bought the season pass in the base game, you don't No, you do. Oh, you do. Okay. The the difference between these two packages is that controlled plus season pass does not carry over to next gen. Oh, that's what I meant. Ultimate edition on current goes to the next gen console as well. But they're the same exact thing. 
That sounds like gotcha. that sounds like somebody yeah. gonna spend twice. That's what it looks like. Fucking yeah. Wait, is it just Xbox? No, uh, no. That this is affecting. No, it's, it should be affecting PlayStation as well. It is. Okay. She's right. And that's scuzzy. That's really scuzzy. <laughs> I, that's su- that's super stupid. Yeah, that is kind of stupid. I guess that's a, I guess that's one advantage of being a PC gamer. Well, I mean, the th- it's like you don't have like a. I guess so. You don't have to worry about stuff. You don't have to worry about that. Well, I guess so. Yes, but uh, like, let me detract from that. Um, because it's not on Steam yet. So, but the the Steam gets its first edition. That is the ultimate edition. Wait, is it on the Epic Store? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless, like it's still it's still like you don't have you still don't have to worry about that, even if you did get it on the Epic Store. Uh, OK, so, yeah, that's true. I would just rather have it on Steam. Yeah, no, I mean, that's true, too. But I'm, what I'm yeah, but then, you know, the like when it comes to like the, the sake for the sake of this argument. Yeah. All right. I think that is it for this week. <laughs> Unless you guys have more, but I don't. I don't I, <laughs> it was kind of. Uh, yeah, I think this is a lot of news. This it's a lot that we covered. Um, I I do have something about Spider Man Miles Morales, and it's just that the it's a coming of age story with a full arc, and I feel like it's really weird to call it a full arc when the game is supposed to be smaller than the original game. I think that's just something. I assume they just mean it has a complete story of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just kind of weird to call it that. Yeah. Well, then again, Miles Morales is still relatively new compared to like Peter Parker, Spider Man. That was been, that's been developed since like, what was it, like the 50s, the 60s? Yeah. All right, that is it for this week. Um, let's start off with Zeldrick. What are you going to be doing this next week? It doesn't just have to be you gaming. Um, I have classes starting this week, uh, and um, it, I'm, good, I'm still going to try for um, my streaming schedule that I have posted um, Wednesday through Saturday. Um, but that is if my internet is playing well. Uh, otherwise, um, working, I'm going to... Try to get through the Outer Worlds this week. Um, more Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. Uh, and... I, I don't... Keeping cool. Fucking this week is gonna suck. The heat in California is just awful. Um, so you can... And this is NorCal we're talking about too. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is that the thunderstorms too. The thunderstorms have been rolling in through our area. And it's, it's fucking wild. Um, oh, yeah. So we're probably also looking at uh, maybe some power outages, too. Maybe. Uh, it, it's tough to say. But anyways, keep up with that news. Uh, you can probably listen to me complain about the heat and the Internet all week long on Twitter at Zeldrick. And please uh, follow my Twitch as well if uh, you want to catch me there. Hopefully I'll be streaming this week. Um, so I'm going to be definitely, I'll probably, I'm going to try to finish it. Um, be streaming more of metamorphosis this week. Uh, but I'll also probably be playing a little bit more of like Barack Fu and making a video for that. Uh, and maybe I think I might do some UFC four. I haven't figured, I haven't quite figured that out yet, but, um, we'll see. But also I guess if anybody wants it, I think on, um, 
the Bethesda launcher, you can get Quake 3 free starting like tomorrow or something like that. So I think I'm going to try to play a little Quake 3 as well, even though I'm going to be trash at it. But um, if anybody wants to check me out, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at UnsheathP, on Twitch at UnsheathP, and find me on YouTube at Unsheath Productions. All right. Thank you for everyone for joining us this evening. Yeah. I'm, I'm, thank you for joining us today. Uh, next week is going to be uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Mario Kart 8. We're going to play some Bloodborne, Old Hunters DLC, and Call of Duty on Twitch, Lady underscore Infamous 415. Thank you so much. And you guys have a good evening. All right. And then you can find me on Twitter at JSharpie TV. And, J- and you, you can look up, I made, I still have like four channels on YouTube or five. It's one or the other. And I've been up, uh, I've been releasing my Dishonored 2 gameplay on my live channel uh, daily. And so I, so I have that. I've been releasing some videos on my highlights channel uh, for Valorant. So there's that, and I'm going to be I'm going to be playing more Death Stranding. I might or might not play Valorant this week because I I really want to just get through these backlogs that I have, and I don't know from from I I remember on Fanatical I got like this free game, or I got to choose a free game, and I got uh from, from a list of games that they were offering. And the and then I got this game called Republic. Like it's, it ends with B I B L I Q U E Republic. So I might want to try that out. It seems like it was originally on a on a mobile game back in 2013, and they released it on PC, which I've never heard of, and it looked interesting. So I'll be trying that out. Apparently, there's a VR version of it too, but I don't have a VR headset. But anyways, that is what I will be doing. And oh, yeah, that is it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends, too. See you guys next week.